listening to She Rises, a podcast dedicated to women who are ready to stop settling and start living their lives by design. If you're ready to talk about the stuff that weighs you down and get practical advice on everything from your health, body image, spirituality, relationships, and personal growth, then you're in the right place. Hello, I'm Giovanna Capoza, your host, master coach, spiritual teacher, and mind-body expert, and I'm on a mission to unsettle women all over the world. Are you ready to rise? Hey everyone, it's Travana here. Welcome back to another episode of She Rises. I'm so excited you guys are here. I'm talking to Jenna Rodriguez today about bravery. And I know this is going to be a topic that rings true to a lot of you listening. You know, bravery is not the absence of fear, right? Bravery is not about being fearless. Bravery is about having the fear and doing it anyway. And we often forget that. Sometimes we look at bravery as something that we have to get, right? Let me get the bravery. And then I'll go do the thing that scares me. And actually, bravery is cultivated in the act of doing the thing that scares you. Think about that. Well, today on the show, I'm having a really open and frank conversation with Miss Jenna Rodriguez, who's a business and brave strategist, and she's the founder of Brave Masters. Jenna was once homeless, and she went from having an amazing job to being a business owner, and then being 700K in debt. Imagine that. You know, imagine that some of you listening maybe are in more debt than that. Maybe some of you have been close to that. Maybe some of you have never even been close to that. And just the thought of that scares the crap out of you. And she went through this debt. She went through her bankruptcy and she survived. And she became an amazing entrepreneur generating lots of money, 1.2 million in her business. And now she actually mentors and helps women around getting their brave on in their business. I'm really, really excited to have her on the show I love this conversation around bravery. I really hope you join us after the show, either on the Facebook group or in the comments on my website. Enjoy the show and enjoy our conversation. Can't wait to hear from you guys. Hey, Jenna. Welcome to the show. I'm so happy to have you on She Rises. Oh my gosh. I'm just so excited and it's just been so amazing to meet you and get to know you. And uh, so I'm really feeling blessed right now. So thank you so much for having me. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we just chatted a little bit before we pressed record and I already know we're like, you know, going to be soul sisters and it's going to be a great conversation. And, um, you know, I'm ex- I always get excited when I have, um, you know, amazing women on the show because I know amazing women listen to the show. And so I'm really excited to dive into your story. The topic today is bravery and how to be brave, you know, in all areas of your life. But in particular, you work with women around being brave in their business as well. So I would love if you would share with our audience a little bit about your story. Yeah, for sure. Um, So of course, I love this conversation. (laughs) Um, And it wasn't always an easy one, right? Uh, And I had to discover it for myself is what is being brave all about. And, uh, and how does it, of course, relate to everything I've done. Uh, And so my entrepreneurial journey, just for those that are listening from that space is, um, has been a winding road. Number one, I was in corporate America and, uh, I just hit this wall where I was like, okay, I'm feeling a bit unfulfilled. I was feeling, you know, like there's gotta be more. I've always had this kind of entrepreneurial spirit of wanting to do something on my own. I've always led, stepped into leadership in my business. I mean, excuse me, in my jobs and my companies that I've worked for. And so my nature is to, is to lead, uh, but that's not always welcome when you're working for other people. It is so um, not. And especially being a woman, don't you find? Uh, yes, for sure. Yeah. I, you know, and I felt, 
I, you know, I, I felt that. And I, um, although that I, I always rose to the occasion, you know, it's like, I can, I can prove them wrong, right. I can do this. Um, but it just, I felt like my voice was being stifled for sure. And I, I, I'm sure people can relate to that. And so it wasn't, I I worked at a wonderful place. I actually was very happy there. Um, but something unfulfilled was nagging at me and I call it that spark of curiosity, which is the first step of getting your brave on. In my opinion, you've got to listen to that spark. Um, and that inspired voice. And so I went down the road of like, well, what would it be like to own my own storefront? And that's what I ended up doing was buying a store. Uh, and I was excited because I have a fashion background. I have a makeup artistry background. I have retail, I have marketing and sales and brand and accounting and all these things. And I was like, I always thought I was a little crazy because I would jump all over the place, but now I get it. Yeah. (laughs) You sound like me. (laughs) I was like, uh, I think I'm losing my mind, but no, actually it, it is exactly what serves me now is being able to see all those pieces of the puzzle. Um, and so, uh, I jumped into a storefront. It brought all those pieces together and I was really excited. I was envisioning multiple locations and we were going to, you know, all these grandiose ideas. And unfortunately one, or maybe fortunately, cause here I am now is one year later, I found myself sitting in front of a bankruptcy attorney oh and my gosh. I had, <laughs> yeah, it was not what I was planning. Um, and I had made $300,000 in sales in the store. Now keep in mind people, there is overhead. Uh, and so I was struggling to pay rent and I was struggling to pay my people. And of course, also struggling to make sure that I kept my, you know, my personal, um, expenses under control and all that. And so it was becoming very stressful. I also had a two-year-old and a nine-year-old at home and my husband and, you know, all these things. And it was just like a lot. And, uh, and the thing that I found was I was also $700,000 in debt. And that's a flipped balance sheet. If anyone wants to know, (laughs) (laughs) that's the technical term. (laughs) That's the technical term. Um, that is backwards. And, uh, and so, I was of course overwhelmed by that. And I was, I was just sinking and bleeding cash and I I had maxed out everything. And that's basically what created all the liabilities. I was taking risk. I was putting my all in like that's an entrepreneur. And I also had to come up against this decision. Uh, and so I was, like I said, I was sitting in front of a bankruptcy attorney and And I really just wanted to know what my options were, which is, I think, what we need to ask more. It's like, what are my options? What's possible? Uh, And so, of course, that wasn't my my desired uh, option. However, when you have only $10,000 left in the bank of anything, business or personal, uh, and the restructuring bankruptcy, which means I would continue to build the business, but I I had to restructure the debt, was uh, $12,000. And then the personal bankruptcy was 2,500. So I was like, okay, so apparently I only have one option if I'm going to get out from under this, if I don't want to continue. And the thing the attorney asked was, do you want to continue the business? Cause I can help you like, let's figure that out. Or do you want to stop? You know, do you want to just get out? I said, you know what? The only thing that matters right now is my sanity, my family, my house. Can I please keep my house? And can I please keep my car? Um, and you know, like I'll start over, I'll, I'll do something else. I, I know I can, but I just like, I, I, I'm done. Like I, I've hit my, my wall. <laughs> um, and it was really hard cause of course I had to tell my, in my staff and I took this risk with my family and had to kind of, you know, own that. Um, but I did, I filed bankruptcy and then you have to come up against the next decision. 
And the decision was, do I go back and find a job or do I stay the course of entrepreneurship? And I made the decision clearly to stay the entrepreneur uh, course. And, and that came with like fast action. What do I need to do to bring money in, you know, and all those things. But I knew from an accounting background, working for yourself actually has better tax benefits. <laughs> so um, I wanted to keep that going and, and, you know, Interesting enough, and I just want to say this for the listeners is, you know, I, I can say this story now, but for five years, I didn't. I was shame. There was a lot of shame. There was a lot of um, forgiveness and healing I had to do uh, in order to even stand in front of people and own it and say, this is what happened. Yeah. Like, this is what I had to do. I wanted to, I want to jump in there too, because people listening, I mean, you said something else really interesting before, which I'll get back to in a minute, but people listening might be thinking like, wow, like the brave thing for her to do was just to get curious and jump into this business and like go in. And I actually want to point out for people listening that, yeah, that was brave. And it's equally as brave to know when to call it quits and to say, you know, I, it's time to let this go and start something new. And that's equally, if not even more brave. So yes. I, you know, want to really acknowledge you for that and also point that out for people listening. Like this isn't, you know, just one-sided bravery comes in all shape and forms. And sometimes it's brave enough to say I- I'm done. Yeah. Uh, and yes, for sure. Thank you for anchoring that because, um, I, I just went to a, a three-day event. It was amazing, amazing speakers, amazing, successful people that came from nothing. Um, and one of the things someone said was, oh, you know what? Actually, it was a seven-year-old that said this. Of course um, it was. <laughs> of course it was. Uh, the, uh, the parents were putting the event on, but this, this amazing child got on stage and said, there's a difference between quitting and giving up. And I was like, and this is the seven-year-old, <laughs> and uh, and it, that's the that's the thing we've got to learn inside. Of, if we're going to risk what we risk inside of entrepreneurship or or anything worth having in life, is there's a difference between giving up and quitting. Quitting is okay. Giving up is you know is kind of the dead end. And so I hadn't given up on my visions and dreams and what's next, but I quit the thing that wasn't working, and uh, and so. I had to, it's funny because I have a quote on my, my screen, my, my website that I just looked at this morning going, quitting is not an option. And I'm going to reframe that. I'm okay to be honest and go, okay, you know what? I have a new perspective now. And Mm. it's not about quitting is not an option. Giving up is not an option. I'm never giving up on what I know is possible in my potential. That's what I want people to get. And that's my stand is to eradicate unrealized human potential. And brave is just a part of that. Yeah, um, absolutely. And there's so much more. <laughs> so you remind more. me of that movie. Did you ever watch that movie, uh, Joy, with Jennifer Lawrence? Oh, yes. Love it. I've watched it five times. Me I too. Un- yeah, me. I just love that movie. If anyone is yes. listening and hasn't watched it, I mean, if there's like a female empowerment go-getter yeah. movie, and it's a true story, it's based on a true story, um, that's what I was remembering as you were talking. That's what it was reminding me of. <laughs> Yeah. Oh my gosh. And she had naysayers all around her, right? All her face, around you know? her. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, you got to face it. You got to just do it anyway. And she had her doubts, you know, when she felt like she was quitting, right. And giving yeah. up. 
um, and filing bankruptcy and doing all those things. Yeah. I mean, I, I have, I, I feel like it was my life, but <laughs> totally. Well, I'm curious. Um, um yeah. I'm curious. Cause you, when you were starting to tell us your story, you said like one of the first things that you have to have in, in brave with bravery is curiosity. And so yes. you got really curious, but then you kind of like jumped to, I bought a store and I started this business and I could just hear people listening now going, wait, what happened between curiosity? And I like jumped and bought the store. So like, how do people get from like, okay, I'm curious, what else is possible for me to then yeah. actually like, that's a big action. That's a big, bold, like I'm going to buy a storefront. Like that's huge. How did you get from curious and asking the questions to actually that? So, um, so the curiosity start, yeah. So there's actually four steps that I, I, I have coined about getting your brave on, um, to simplify this for people. So one, I'll just list those first and then we can talk through the, the, the story of it is one is the spark of curiosity, um, and following the breadcrumbs, right? Like, okay. Uh, there's a, there's an inspiration, right? There's something, there's an idea. Nothing is created without an idea first. Uh, nothing look around like the, the road we drive on the you know nothing is created in this world without the idea first or an imagination and then uh two is decisiveness it's decision it's getting off the fence yes or no which one you know chocolate or vanilla <laughs> which one are you gonna do right. so decision and then two is commitment and commitment and commitment right commitment to that decision uh and ultimately number four is brave um, inspired action. Uh, it's, it's taking action on, um, the decision and the commitment of. So it, when I got the spark of curiosity, I'm sitting in my, you know, corporate job and I'm like, God, there's gotta be more, there's gotta be more. And, you know, so I know there's this, this, this thing percolating, you know, bubbling up inside of me. Then I have a conversation and I owe this, I always like thank her, my best friend from college, um, my college roommate, she, um, she and I were just on a phone call together and she goes, she was talking about her husband and the businesses that he just bought um, that uh, were some brick and mortar businesses up in Ohio. And I said, well, where did you, where did you even learn of them being for sale? Like, what was that? Um, and so we're just talking about business and, uh, and what they were up to. And she goes, I don't remember the site now, but she told me the website. I said, oh, wow. Okay. That's interesting. Well, follow the breadcrumbs. So what did I do that night? I went on the website. And then I followed the breadcrumb to my area. I live in Houston right now. And, um, and, and, and I followed the next web link. And then I followed the, oh, wow, there's a storefront for sale nearby. <laughs> and I was like, well, what, it, what would it be like if I just asked some questions? You know, like I just stayed in the curiosity. And uh, I did not know that I was going to actually make the decision to buy it. But I started following the excitement. Um, someone just reminded me, and I've, I've actually said this in the past, but she reminded me yesterday of a client of mine. She said, breathe into the excitement. I'm like, yes, exactly. Remember to breathe into the excitement. Uh, because what's right behind it is the fear when you hold your breath, Right. And so I followed the website and I kept, and I kept going down the rabbit hole basically. Um, and I picked up the phone one day and called and talked to the owner that was selling it. And then, Oh, by the way, I set an appointment with her <laughs> and I was like, I was just getting, I was just collecting information and, and she, of course her excitement and my excitement. And then I saw the store and I was like, wow, 
you know, this brings, I'm a, I had, I was a fashion designer and makeup artist and all these things in the past and, and sales and marketing and accounting and brand. And I'm like, Whoa, this could bring it all together. Like I could reconnect to my creativity and, and all this. And it's already there. I don't have to open it myself. Right. I just, le- I just step into it. So I literally went down the, the curiosity path, the breadcrumbs and follow them. And I didn't know what was possible without asking questions. And then then it became time to like make a decision. And I was like, well, first of all, I don't even know if I can qualify for a business loan that would buy it for the price she's offering. Da, 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 right. So now I'm walking down that road and asking a banker or I don't whoever I called, um, can I do this? Right. And so you have to get the information and find out. And so I just kept saying yes, figuring it out. Yeah. That's number one of my core brave values is saying yes and then figuring it out. Well, then it came to a point, obviously, like she's going to want to know, am I buying this or not buying this? And I looked at my husband. I said, I think I want to do this. I think I want to take the jump and, you know, and just figure it out. (laughs) And he goes, okay, dear, if you think that's what you want. And I'm like, really? What a great husband. Yes, dear. (laughs) Yes, dear. I was like expecting a little more pushback. Um, and so he was pretty supportive and, uh, and he just said, you know, I mean, he had his doubts and fears, but he's like, I know you'll figure it out, you know? Um, and so I did. And so number two is decision. I had to get off the fence. Am I going to buy it or not? Am I going to leave my corporate safety job or not? You know, and I just did. And I, I leaned into the excitement. And, uh, and so then from there I had to commit, I had to commit to all of the steps, all the due diligence, all the negotiations and all of the steps that require are required of you buying a business or even just starting a business. And, and, you know, for most of us, um, and, and so therefore I committed and I kept committing and I kept showing up and I kept committing every day. I would show up in that store and sell and, 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 you know, build my team and, uh, all of those things. And I had to learn through a lot of it. I inherited employees, which I'll just tell you right now was not actually the easy way. That was yeah, harder. Right. Cause you're not vetting the people yourself. It's like inheriting family members or like just <laughs> other people's friends. Right. <laughs> yes. And they all had their agendas and they were sad about the old owner leaving. I mean, which was her decision, right? She wanted to do something else. And, uh, and so, yeah, it just, it, and it just brought a lot of different Crash dynamics and leadership, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, for sure. Holy cow. Um, so it was good. And then until it was a new decision called I'm two months behind on rent. And then I followed more, uh, breadcrumbs. I asked the, I asked my landlord, I said, look, you can see my situation. Can you please just put me in a smaller space? And he said, no. He said, no, I didn't just decide bankruptcy. I went and asked other options and I was running into no options. Well, that's Um, what I find so extraordinary about what you just shared, because there's almost like, I love the four steps and there's almost like these sub steps. My friend Jackie, who teaches flow principle always says, you know, follow that which is in your highest excitement, which is what I heard you kept doing. And the breadcrumbs along the way were presented in such a way that there was it almost like, you know, it wasn't easy, but there was an ease of flow into what was happening, which a lot of people, um, you know, I've written a lot of blog posts and done a lot of like, you know, videos about doubt and, and decision-making because I've been someone who in the past has been paralyzed by decision-making. And when you are following your highest excitement, 
Like the second you make a decision, it's like the universe rushes in to support you. And if it's not supportive to you, the next breadcrumb is a little more difficult. It's maybe it's crusty, you know, maybe it's not, maybe it's not a great <laughs> yeah. breadcrumb, maybe right? It's burnt. <laughs> right. And they're all little detours along the way. So what I really got from what you were sharing is you were really being supported in this process. And I tell my clients all the time, like there's a real power in making a decision. And, you know, it sounds like, you know, to people listening, your final decision was to like, yes, get the place, but you were making decisions all along the way. And it's, it was, yeah. it was rushing in to support you. So yeah, I love that. I love sure. that story. I love that. Yeah. You bring that up because I think, you know, my journey and I'm, I'm, you know, I'm still on it. Uh, <laughs> I've got some, I've got some other decisions to make, you know, um, and big things to step into. And, and every single time I'm, I'm stare, staring in the face of that decision. Um, the thing that I, I am consciously aware of, and yet I'm not always, I'm still human. <laughs> is there's a difference between what I call the inspired voice and the shallow voice or the shallow ego voice, mm. right? The ego and, and the separateness uh, that the ego likes to put on us or, you know, we allow um, from the inspired voice. I always picture that inspired voice, you know, our higher self, God, spirit, whatever you want to call it. I, I believe in all that uh, universe is sitting in a rocking chair, just waiting <laughs> just oh like my gosh. Yes. Waiting. Yep. <laughs> right? If you would just sit down, ego, sit down, shallow voice, be quiet. I could actually, you could probably hear me. Right. Um, and so when we're in the space of decision, if we can get quiet and I, I'm going to admit something very clearly right now, I've, I've started meditating and I've met every single morning for, uh, it's going on two and a half months now. I dabbled in this practice before I liked it. That wasn't nothing against it, but then there was also the ego going, you know, that doesn't work. I you can't, I can't even sit quietly for 10 right. minutes. What do you yeah, mean? Go get right? another cup of coffee. What are you doing? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> totally. Go, go do something. I mean, heck it was telling me all the things I needed to go do first thing in the morning. That's what the ego was doing. It was keeping me from being quiet. I was allowing it. But the point is, is when we get quiet, we actually have to face ourselves. And that ego doesn't want us to, right? The ego's like, oh, I got to navigate this. You know, I gotta, <laughs> You're speaking I gotta my language, girl. Yep. <laughs> mit mitigate, you know, damages. I got to make sure this isn't going to go anywhere. Um, and so, wow, the power of getting quiet so I can hear my inspired voice. Uh, and so I encourage people, yeah. what find whatever method. I mean, clearly, I think, I don't know what other way. <laughs> Meditation just seems to be the common thread for that ability to practice that ability. And I think that's the point is we don't practice it enough. And I wasn't, I could hear it. I could, I could hear it occasionally. I, and I, obviously that's what my brave actions. And sometimes it was out of brave by survival. And sometimes it was, I mean, now I live more in brave by choice. Um, and you know, that brave by survival is that fight or flight. It's kind of like, uh, hurry up and get out of danger, you know, get out of this fear and constant lack of safety, you know, but, um, now I live, I don't live in fear like that. I don't live in a space of, uh, you know, my childhood was, um, after the divorce, I ended up in a domestic violence household for five years. So, you know, I was not safe. I didn't feel physically safe, let alone emotionally safe. And, um, and I moved out at 14, another brave thing, but that was brave by survival. That was like, uh, I can't do this anymore. Like right. fight or flight. 
time to get but out. But it's still a choice. Yeah, how to get out. Well, I love what yeah. you say there because a lot of people think mm-hmm. that bravery is being fearless. And it's just a oh, matter no. of fearing less. And, yeah. and someone, you know, the definition of bravery is having the fear and doing it anyway. And Correct. that's really, really key. And I love that you just shared that because actually, and people that are listening that are avid listeners will laugh because I say this all the time, you know, it was, it was kind of funny and like sad at the same time when I had the awareness that for the first 36 years of my life, God was standing behind me with her arms crossed, tapping her foot saying, Hey, <laughs> let me know when you want me to jump in here. And I was like, no, no, don't worry. I got it. I'm like, all right. Uh-huh. You know? And so uh-huh. I love that yep. you brought that in. Cause, um, in A Course yeah. in Miracles, which I'm a student of, it says the ego speaks Me first. Too. Oh, I knew it yeah. from the language. But the <laughs> ego speaks first and the ego speaks loudest. So if you need to tap into the still small voice, we have to quiet out all the distractions. We have to exactly. literally, you know, quiet the mind and quiet the surroundings. So I, I love that you brought that in. Yeah, that's so funny. I did. I didn't know you said that about tapping the foot. Yeah, it's like the funniest right? thing. Funny. Well, I mean, yeah. it wasn't funny because when I realized it and I had that image come to me, I was like, I kind of did like you know the the slap on the forehead, like, oh yeah, that's uh. totally what I was doing. That's so <laughs> insane, you know. And then later, it kind of became funny, like that that's how I was living my life, but it, but it, it was, and you know, and I could easily default back into that. We all can, like you said, the ego is loud. And no, it's not all in. Time. right. Yeah. So I, yeah, I just love, I just love that that came in. Yeah. Yeah. Perfect. Oh, it is. It's always perfect. I don't know what I'm going to say. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's awesome. Thing, right? So what's yeah. the, you know, I'm just curious, like with the, what do you see predominantly with the women that you work with? Cause you know, we're talking about bravery and you know, people I'm sure are resonating with what we're saying and they're like, Oh yeah. And I, you know, and then there's this idea of like, yeah, I got to get me some more of that. And it's almost like sometimes there's this, um, there's this idea that when I get more brave, then I will do that thing. But don't you find mm-hmm. that bravery comes in the act of doing the thing? Oh, sure. Yeah. So, um, so brave is not something you go get, right? Brave is who you right. be. You can't buy it's it on Amazon. You... Yeah. <laughs> yeah you can't Damn it. Buy it on Audible, <laughs> right? However, I'm working on my Brave Factor book. I don't know what I'm calling it, but you'll be able to buy a book about it. But awesome. um, it's uh, so yeah, Brave is, and that's what that's what happened to me, or, or I, you know, it came through me. Is I was standing on a stage about, I think it's been about, I think it was like five years ago. I don't really remember which stage. Um, and I said I would, I always like to bridge my points. I mean, I'm moving through my talk very divinely guided and I bridge points from here to there with points of view and something came through me. (laughs) I didn't write this down until later is that entrepreneurship is not the easy way. It's the brave way. And because, you know, it's not easy. I mean, (laughs) things are not easy. I mean, there's all kinds of, I mean, whether in corporate world and you're trying to climb the ladder or whatever, but this is, I was speaking to entrepreneurs and I know that me staying in the game after that bankruptcy was not easy. It was brave. And so I heard myself say that and I went, where did that come from? (laughs) And then I (laughs) wrote it down and followed the breadcrumb of this conversation. And I started asking myself questions, the curiosity, right? Spark of curiosity. And I was like, what is this about? Why did I say that? And um, and then I just saw how, you know, my decision after I, I left the, the, 
the storefront. And for me to stay in the game was brave. It was me, you know, like not giving in to the fears and doubts and, and all that. And, um, and so then, I mean, I have a podcast because of it called the brave entrepreneur. I have a Facebook group. I have a company now called brave masters. All of it's inside of the breadcrumb, but somebody asked me on a, on a, on an interview, uh, what, when did you first become brave? And I was like, Hmm. <laughs> like, like it's something that we do. Yeah. Right. And I, you like know, it's a destination. Uh huh. And I said, I've always been brave. And I said, so let me just say this. I think the first time that I can remember really getting my brave on because I didn't know I was being brave. I was just doing what's next. Right. I was just, you know, moving, making decisions, et cetera, and committing and making act, taking action was when I moved out at 14. I had to I had to make a decision that I was moving out, that I could not go home. And then I had to, I literally was in spring break in eighth grade crying because it kept getting closer to the end of spring break going, I don't want to go home. I don't want to go home. How do I tell my mother? You know? And so I actually had to call her like the night before I was supposed to go home and crying and bravely tell her my decision and that I didn't know how I was going to do it, but I'm not coming home. Like this is not okay anymore. And, uh, you can live with the man, but I'm not living with him. I'm not doing it. And, um, and she's like, she was like, okay. <laughs> I was like, really? Yeah, you know, decision uh, made. no arguments. Decision. No. Yeah. She, and I think intuitively knew, um, we're pretty connected that way. And, and yet she, you know, what I also now, what, so this is me in my, you know, forties looking back going, that was a brave moment, but that was me just being me. I've always been brave. I, I just love need that to- you said that. I because I, I think everyone is, I, a brave is yeah. Like I just think like I've always you know I've I I resonate with that too. Like I've always been brave, and I've always had fears, and it's they don't go you, away. They don't go away. So I've always been brave, and I've always had fears. And bravery is a choice. Like I love that. Yeah. yeah so that's like literally. I mean, I believe last year I, I, I learned through these podcasts, by the way, I learned through the interviews, um, is, uh, somebody asked me another question and I saw the difference, the distinction between my brave before kind of my life before was very much about victim. I was like, this is happening to me. I can't believe this, but I had this spark of curiosity going, I, there's gotta be a better way. I started studying the course of miracles when I was like, I think 1920, uh, Amazing. years old. Um, and I've con- like, I went away from it a little bit and then now I'm back and, you know, and, um, and it's just uh, like, it's just so freaking right on like the ego and everything and the separateness that we create. And mm-hmm. so, um, I, she asked me that question and I went, okay, so I think the difference for me now is that brave by survival has this fight or flight element. It has this you know, like running from something instead of going towards something and the brave by choice that I live in now, cause I'm safe. I don't have, I, I have a great life, a great family, you know, um, great house, whatever. I, I don't have that same childhood and that same circumstances that I, I had before. And even I was homeless basically in 1998, hopping from couch to couch. I had a cat and a car. That's it. Wow. And I was like, uh, I'm either going to sleep on a couch or I'm going to sleep in my car. Like that's what I have. And, um, thank you angels of friends, people going, you can sleep on my couch. I'm mm-hmm. like, well, thank you. That helps, <laughs> you know, but I just stayed in, okay, what do I have to do next? But that was like this level of survival and depending only on myself, which is totally an ego trick, which is what you just brought up. It's like, no, I got this. 
right? I can do it myself. Right. I yeah, I know myself. everything. <laughs> yeah. Mm. And actually, that's not it. Oh, I ran myself into a spiritual wall last year, um, just not too long ago, like two, like December, um, doing that. Being yeah. That, it's so easy to fall into that, right? Like it's, yeah. Yeah. It's so a, easy. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I think it's because... Yeah, I think it's because we're not living, I mean, I started living consciously, well, I made a decision <laughs> called I choose to live consciously aware, not unconscious in my life. And that's going to be painful because I have to face myself. Oh, totally. And, <laughs> right? I'm like, and I believe entrepreneurship is the ultimate personal development course. Oh my God, like, I say hello. that all the time. I totally, <laughs> I see, I knew we were soul sisters. I say that all the time. I know I, we are. <laughs> I took it from, my very first mentor, business mentor said to me, she's like, if mm-hmm. you want the best course on personal development, start your own business. And I'm like, uh, yeah, totally. I get it. My uh, spiritual mentor, who I'm still very close to and friends to this day, who I love dearly, I started seeing her when I was 19. And um, I always share the story that like when I went to see her, she said to me, um, okay, two things. Does it bother you to, to talk about spirit or to, to know that spirit is there and around us? And I was like, nope, I'm good with that. And she's like, and the second thing is, are you sure you want to start this journey? Because once you start, you can't go back. And I was like, yeah, yeah. Like, what did I know when I was 19? So, you know, now in my forties, I sometimes talk to her and I'm like, yeah, you remember when I said that thing? And I said, yeah, yeah. I'm like, can you stop the bus? I want to get off. Like, (laughs) it's like, (laughs) Yeah, totally. This is what we signed up for. Right, right? exactly. And you know, you get on the bus and you get off the bus and you have moments where, like I say, I go temporarily unconscious and then I'm like, oh, I got to get back to this. And, and we're all, you know, we're, none of us are gurus. We're, none of us are enlightened. You know, we're all, it works in progress. And some of us are ahead, ahead or more ahead than others. And yeah, well, I mean, Jenna, I'm like looking at the time. I'm like, oh my God, I can't believe we're already at time. Like I could just keep talking to you and talking to you. Um, yeah, there was even some other stuff. I, you know, we might have to have a part two. I don't know. Because I there was some other stuff that came up I wanted to bring up. But I just wanted to, first of all, thank you for being brave and coming on and sharing your story. Because like you said, you know, earlier on, it's not easy to, to face this. It's not easy to admit these things sometimes. So I, I just really appreciate you. And I appreciate you coming on and, and being a guest on the show today. Oh my gosh. I, I, yeah, I would love a part two yeah. <laughs> by, by zoom, whatever, <laughs> but, um, totally. I do, thank you so much and, and just for the opportunity. And I, I'm so excited that we know each other now. Like, yeah, me awesome. too. Me too. I love it. I've had such a great conversations as of late and you're, I'm going to put you in the soul sister category. Maybe we'll do part two on your podcast. Uh, oh yes. Oh yes, absolutely. I want to reciprocate for sure. Like, uh, I think that would be amazing. So awesome. I'm sure the, my audience would jump on over and love that too. So thanks Jenna so much for being here. Thank you. Thank you so much for tuning in and keep rising everyone. For books and resources related to today's episode, make sure you head over to SheRisesPodcast.com and I'll see you there. If you've enjoyed today's episode, make sure you tune back in next week when I dive into more juicy topics to help make your life the best it can be. And hey, if you've enjoyed listening to the show and you love it, head on over to iTunes and leave me a rate and review and subscribe there to the show. 